0: Oh, Recorded live. This
1: is for. <laughs>
2: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Old Time Rock and Roll's second semi-annual listeners call-in show, and uh, I want to just quickly give the ground rules, and as we say in wrestling, the rules are there are no rules. Uh, this is open to anything you would like to talk about related to our show, the music we play, you have questions, comments. Uh, what you like, what you don't like. Of course, I'll cut that off immediately. But anything you guys want to talk about, uh, we will. There are a couple of things I wanted to say first, and then we'll get into it uh, with everybody that's on the phone. If you would like to make any comments on what I do say, also feel free to do so. Um, the first thing that I do want to say, which is, is actually I didn't do something Now, for any of you who are part of the Old Time Rock and Roll Listeners page and the Internet Hall of Fame awards page, you will notice that there is no awards page. Oh, no awards. I mean, why? Because I'm waiting for somebody to say, hey, what happened to our votes? Honestly, folks, there is such apathy about this. Now, the whole idea of that particular page I really didn't need it. That's the fifth page or sixth page that I have on Facebook. The whole reason for that was to give listeners and all these fans a chance to put in the people that they really like and that they feel should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which that foolish thing in Cincinnati or or Cleveland, wherever the heck it is, is, uh, doesn't do anymore. And The apathy is that out of the hundred and, well, I only have a couple, I guess a couple of hundred people now, I got 22 responses. The first time, I got 150 responses. So honestly, without interest, I, I mean, I have the answers and I can put it up, but I just felt I'm waiting for somebody to honestly say, hey, what happened with the Internet Hall of Fame? Nothing. So uh, what I've gotten out of it is it's just another page for me to put up my old-time rock and roll shows and just kind of forget about it. I, You know, I, I wish that weren't so. But, uh, you know, I, I'm not the type of person, as you know, if you've been listening, I don't put up on my Facebook page what I had for breakfast or what time I go to lunch or what time I go to sleep and how many uh, phone calls I had during a day or or the happy days or bad days. I don't wish everybody uh, a nighty-night on these pages. This is specifically for old-time rock and roll. And if you even are friends with me on Facebook, you will notice that my friend page uh, doesn't get much either because I honestly only want to put up what's important. My personal life, is of no concern. I mean, not that it's, I'm not saying that it's bad, but my personal life is my personal life. That page is up there for my friends to put things up, and that's fine. I myself, that's not my style. So, anyway, that's the reasoning behind it. Uh, my personal life has nothing to do with old time rock and all. My love for the music is all that it's all about, whether it's my. Own Facebook page, or my old time rock and roll Facebook page, or my history of rock and roll Facebook page, it's all the same. All right, now. <laughs> started i i have now what i'm going to try and do is is put you on uh, one at a time let you talk and uh have what you say and i'm going to leave you on and i go to the next person and if anybody has something that they wish to comment please feel free to do so all right so here we go uh, i'm going to start with the first person on and that's bruce stein on the line all the way from california welcome bruce how you doing tonight
3: uh, actually I got a little bit of a cold but I don't think it's contagious over the computer.
2: Well, that's okay. I am totally oblivious to any colds. I don't get it I don't get it. ah music Oh uh, we never have a problem. We just I get a cold actually I get what they call an upper respiratory effect infection uh, three times a year and other than that I never have a problem and
4: thank goodness for that.
2: Well what's on your mind tonight? Bruce Stein on the line. What do you got to talk about? Well, I wanted
3: to ask you a couple of questions about the the fees that you pay to BMI and ASCAP. Absolutely. Uh, my first question is, if you have a podcast with 100 listeners or 10,000 listeners, do you pay the same price?
2: Yes and no. And I'll explain why I say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they give you several choices of how you are going to pay and they give you several ways to um report it now every four every three months i have to report the songs that i gave you that i that i come out with right uh two years ago and before i had to list the song and the number of impressions that no longer is necessary because I, what I'm doing is I'm going smartly. I'm going through how much money I'm making. And that's the best way because I'm not making anything. I, I put in the, uh, the, those that are, you know, the donations, and that's what I pay on. Now, there is a minimum that I have to pay. And if I go above a certain percentage with the money that I've collected, and they take a percentage of it. If it goes over a certain fee, then there will be additional money I have to pay.
3: So I'm confused as to whether you pay differently if it's a thousand listeners or ten thousand listeners.
2: If I were to put it on an impression basis, it depends. You see, we're on podcasting, and podcasting works differently than internet radio, and internet radio uh, works differently than regular terrestrial radio. Right. So each there are there are different formats. Uh, BMI, for example, has uh, a whole bunch of different things. They get um, totally different ways of doing it. In other words, uh, uh, your local radio station will not be paying in the same rate. They will pay in a a flat upfront fee of a couple of thousand dollars. I have no idea, depending on the listenership and the tier that they are on the radio, which I think there are three depending on your your listenership and uh, your, what do they call it, your, if you're in New York, for example, you pay more than if you were in Kalamazoo, Michigan. So the, the re- reason I'm paying, what I'm doing is I'm paying under the podcasting or Internet radio type deal, and that's what it comes out to. And, and we, we pay a flat fee unless I'm making over a certain amount of money.
3: And lastly, does it matter whether you're playing a whole bunch of three-minute songs or just a few eight or nine-minute songs?
2: It makes no difference. If we get the idea is it pays uh, based on the publisher or whoever owns the record, and it's 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 the same impression. It makes no difference on as far as time. If I were to go on uh, with, say. Oh, if I went to a three-hour show, it would make no difference. Oh, okay. Because I'm still paying for the same the same way. Does that make sense to you? Yes, it does. Okay. And uh, that's, that's the only thing I can say on that. Um, it, I'll tell you something interesting. One of the networks that I was on, and I don't think I believe it, uh, i won't mention the network but they're from texas and they were on uh, i had the, they were on uh, part of my show my network for about three years and they came and they told me that if i play it if they played any music beyond 1967 i believe they said um, they couldn't because under their structure of what they pay they couldn't do it at all or they would be taken off the air. I don't understand what they said, and but I told them that's fine. I I have another large network that I'm doing very well on, and it didn't make any difference to me whether they played my show or not. But I, they couldn't. I wouldn't guarantee them that I wouldn't play music that was older than that, because you know how I am. I played in 1911, or I'll play 1980 if it if it happens to fit. That's right. So I I'm, I'm certainly can't tell you, uh, I don't want them to lose their, their license or whatever they have, but I don't, I don't necessarily buy it.
3: I would also like to tell you that I very much enjoyed the first hour of
2: the
3: <coughs> of the Stagger Lee
2: show. You only liked the first hour. I have another friend who didn't like, he said, I liked the first hour the first time, but I'm not going to listen to it again. He goes to the second hour. But I do appreciate that. It's... It was something different, and you know, I, I did this because I started out by putting it on as part of an originator show. I was going to play this, you know, Lloyd Price's Stagger Lee and then go back to the original. Then I started reading up on it, and it was so interesting. I said, I could do a whole show on this, and so I did, and I, I do appreciate that because uh, I, I like doing these type, type of things. It, it, you know, as a teacher, for so many years, I still enjoy just teaching.
3: Right, and I also enjoyed the, the Frankie and Johnny
2: aspect of it. Yeah, wasn't that interesting? I, interesting. And it just didn't make any sense to me, but uh, I guess people can just write new lyrics to stuff in those days without having to worry about paying. I don't know. Really odd. And anyway, um, thank you, Bruce. You're welcome. Uh, you, like I said, if you wish to stay on the line, you're welcome to. Okay. I'm going to
3: goat. So I don't cough in your ear.
2: But I'll All be- right, great. Uh, that's good. I don't have a button here. Okay, um, <laughs> gives me a chance. I want to hear brandy. Brandy. All right. You you, you will uh, hear it, and I will drink it. No, I don't drink. Um, <laughs> no, no. Okay. Brandy is on. <laughs>
5: A hundred ships a day Lonely sailors Pass the time away And talk about their homes And there's a girl In this harbor town And she works Laying whiskey down They say, Brandy Fetch another round She serves them whiskey and wine The sailors
1: say, Brandy you will find fine girl Say that's are fan. You're you're a fan.
2: odd and anyway um, thank you Bruce uh, you, like I said if you wish to stay on the line you're welcome to
3: okay. I'm going to go
2: t- so I don't cough in your ear but I'll all be all right great uh, that's good I don't have a button here okay. um, I'm going to go now to north central Kentucky and you are on the line
6: is this are you talking to uh, Louisville
2: I guess I, I don't
6: know I've got north central oh, yeah.
2: Kentucky and west Kentucky Oh, so, yeah,
6: i think jim is the other kentuckian yeah, yeah jim is
2: west kentucky
6: yeah I, i'm uh, uh, paul from uh, louisville and i uh, i'm the guy that gave you so much trouble last year but i just messaged you uh not too <laughs> long ago and told you that i wasn't gonna wasn't gonna give you a hard time tonight it's all gonna well, be I appreciate that short and sweet <laughs> but uh just wanted to uh just to say that i, I really enjoy the show and uh I did a show with you, a vanity show. I don't know. Right. The sure. The Alone Show. Yeah, that was really great. Did a great job on that. Uh, you know, I
2: learned a lot from that show, too. Yeah, I was hoping
6: that I, that I would bring that, you know, that I would be able to do that for you. Because, yeah, well,
2: I didn't know a lot of. See, that's yeah. what it is. Not only do I teach it other people, but I learn a lot myself that way. Yeah. And but, but it was interesting how quickly after that show he passed on.
6: I know it. It was in. Uh, I, it's kind of strange because I had just uh, tried to uh, uh, communicate with him about that show about a week before I found out that he had died. And then also, I had uh, contacted a songwriter by the name of Alan Toussaint. And, uh-huh.
2: Uh huh. No, um, I know of him.
6: Yeah. He died uh, <laughs> about shortly after I contacted him. So
2: I'm in trouble now. Good
6: luck with, huh? <laughs>
2: I'm in trouble now. To... Yeah.
6: <laughs> well, you're not a songwriter, so you don't have anything to worry about. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, so like I said, I'm going to keep this sweet. One of the things, uh, I am uh, just about ready to uh, contact you with my next show. Uh, really? So I've already been doing a lot of research on that, and but I don't want to talk about that tonight. I do want to talk about another possibility of a vanity show for one of the things is that I really I want to uh, encourage other people that are listening that this is a great way to help you because you get involved in the show you know you feel like you're part of it and it's it's really it's fun so I encourage. I think you know, so. I, th- uh, <laughs> well, I think it was uh, Phyllis uh, Horowitz. I think she was the one that came up with the idea.
2: Yes, and I'm surprised that she's not on tonight. Yeah, but uh, I want to thank her. She's. Uh,
7: that's
2: right. Thank you, Phyllis, wherever time. you are.
6: Yeah. Uh, Okay. So back to the vanity shows. Uh, You know, I love interviews, and I one of my favorite parts of your shows is uh, the interviews you've done. I really love them. And uh, thank you. So here's the. I think from the last show you told me, or you you were discussing it, that you said you, in order to do an interview, you really want to to a big part of it is that you want to do it, and I can understand that. It's like if somebody said, oh, I want you to interview this person and you didn't really want to do it, I could could really understand that. Well, that in mind, if I came up with a bunch of uh, people that I liked and you liked and I submitted them to you, Mm -hmm. is there a possibility that you could – Choose one of them, and be that would be a vanity
2: show if you could. If you were able to get that person
6: to do an interview. Sure,
2: I mean that's that's a that's an interesting idea. Here's the, here's the problem that I have with that. Uh, I have to look in my head. I'm a, a very unusual interviewer because I never write down a single question.
6: Well, that now I've done that. yeah,
2: yeah, I've done about what maybe 15 or 18 interviews over the past 9, 10 years and never put anything down. So what I look at when I, when I look at a person's name, I say, well, how much can I do with this person? What am I going to ask them? And if I can come up with 5, 10 questions right off the top of my head, I'm going to try and get an interview with him. When I did it with uh, little Anthony, I came up with so many, we ended up with two shows. When I did it with Rayburn Anthony, I was lucky to make 15 minutes with the guy. I loved him. He's so he's talented, but he wasn't a talker. And another thing, which is very difficult, is some of them just don't care. I did an interview with Freddie Cannon, a little mini interview for the um, Bowser Rock and Roll Christmas Show that we did out here in uh, um, Melbourne, Florida. And uh, he said, "Yeah, yeah, we'll be glad to do a, a two-hour show with you. We'll do it. Uh, we'll do it next month." Uh, I've been emailing him and emailing him and texting him, and he re- does not return my calls. Obviously, this is nothing new because I've done that before with him uh, almost eight years ago when Charlie Gracie told me to give him a call and he'll do an interview, and he didn't. So you know, it's just he's one of those people. Um, most of the 1950s people I can really relate to, some 1960s. When I did uh, Gary Lewis, it was I was worried, but it worked out beautifully. So I really, and, and when, I was, when I tried to do, I spoke to Peter Noon, and I realized that despite the, the great hits he had in the early, in the mid-60s, I don't think I could do an interview with him. So it, it really has to do with just my my thought processes. And, and maybe it has to do with the, the difference between the UK and here, even though he's big around here. Now, I don't think I could ask him 10 questions. I, it, it just would, you know, I think it would put me at, on the wrong side of the coin. I'd be going,
0: uh, uh,
2: and I can't do that. Right.
6: Well just for the fun of it i'm gonna come up uh with, i'm gonna work on a list of people and i'll I'll shoot it you know an email to you and, add, and see if
8: you interested
6: yeah. in it we'll see if we can do a vanity show that way. I've got one last question sure. uh this concerns your uh days in New York. I thought on one of your podcasts and and just it seems to me like I may have heard you say this. And it kind of surprised me, and maybe you were making a mistake, because I know that you kind of started to drift away from the music as you far got farther into the 60s. Mm-hmm. It, I, I, it sounded to me like you said on one of your shows that you had gone to the Shea Stadium Beatles show.
8: Did that, no. Did
2: I hear that? Oh, okay. No. I would not have done that at, in, in 1964 or 65. If my life depended on it.
6: <laughs> yeah, it was pretty wild. Yeah, I, I couldn't. I couldn't imagine you being there, but I just thought maybe I just misheard it. But uh, yeah, that was uh, that. Now that, that Shea Stadium was that a good distance from where you lived?
2: Uh, it's hard to say in New York because everything is just as close as a subway ride. Um, and I used to go there quite a lot for the. Uh, World's Fair in 1964 and 65. Oh, okay. So it was not, it would not have been very difficult. Just, uh, I really didn't have the, the. I'll tell you the truth, I didn't like the Beatles until somewhere around the 1980s when music really got lousy. I think that's when it changed. You know, that's kind changed.
6: of interesting. I'm a little bit, I'm, well, I'm younger than you, but, you know, it seems everybody to me so. like everybody, <laughs> <I> huh? <am. laughs> I said
2: everybody's younger than I am. Well,
6: not, not necessarily, but the thing, it's kind of interesting because everybody <laughs> goes through this, this era in their life, lives that they get a point where it seems to me like the music starts to not sound any different, that it's it loses its newness, if that's a word. But like for me, it was the 80s. I stopped in the 80s. The radio was no more, longer exciting to me and i liked the 70s and you didn't like the 70s did but yeah some people who say well you know i liked the 80s you know but i i i stopped getting excited about music in the 80s and and so i can understand the way you talk about how you get to a point where you're not you know you don't enjoy it anymore so yeah um, yeah but anyway thanks a lot and i'm going to be contacting you shortly within a week or so with my new vanity show so uh, not
2: a problem that'll be really exciting to see and we'll see what happens after that okay thanks a lot lee thank you paul bye bye bye
7: for those of you who may not know or remember about the vanity show we're talking about it was pf and the doc it was about two specific songwriters one being pf sloan which was i guess a hero of paul's And we knew so little about him, and he actually did so much other than write Eve of Destruction. There was so much else he did, and I thought that that might be interesting and historical, and I learned a lot, too. I'm going to play a couple of songs from that show right now. Here's P.F. Sloan.
1: And know me, you will find I'm not a guy that likes to kiss and run All those things they say aren't true Yes, there were girls that I, I just liked for fun Meet me tonight, little girl. Say it's alright, little girl. I'll tell you everything you want to know. Black Spanish hat, which I touched with my thumb. I can hear him breathing, my heart was pounding. I knew the moment had come to do what must be said and to ask what should be I can't help but wonder, Elizabeth. I've looked at her quickly, avoiding the watery eyes. And my awareness of the sea. I was playing it, well I just had to cry. in my head, yeah. Trying to cover up or bring back to life something we both knew was dead. And there we froze motionless like two crystal statuettes with nothing more between us to be said. Can't help the wonder, Elizabeth. Just back like when you fall on your back. You can backtrack failure with inspection,
9: without exception.
1: Gubbin water and the sins of a family fall on the daughter. All the sins of a family fall on the daughter.
2: Right now we have uh, someone on from Central Florida. That sounds familiar. Who are you? Hello. Hello. Central?
10: Hey Lee, it's Kristen Peter.
2: Oh hi, Kristen Peter. No, you were on one phone and he was on the other. Is that it? That yeah. is correct.
10: We're conference <laughs> calling you tonight. How are you? Oh
2: okay. I'm doing great. How are you?
10: Awesome. We're enjoying the listen, the Colin show tonight. This is so fun. I'm glad that you're doing this. So this is a once a year event. I take it, huh?
2: Twice a year, this is semi-annual. Twice a year. Very cool. Yeah.
10: Well, I just wanted yeah. to give you a call and say hi, and thank you so much for the amazing, amazing work that you do at Old Time Rock and Roll.
11: Um, okay,
2: I appreciate so- that, but I want you to stop there for a second because I want you to know when you sent me that that promo for that mm-hmm. I was going to put on, you embarrassed the heck out of me with those words. The amazing <laughs> Lee Douglas... <laughs> You are amazing.
0: Um, I wrote well. I wrote. That's, I, wrote, oh, I wrote all the copy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was that's embarrassing. Oh, I mean, I appreciate it, but it was embarrassing
0: because it's, it's coming on my show. It?
2: <laughs> if it was coming on your show, it wouldn't be so bad. But coming on my show, my God, here, here I am about to listen, folks. Here's a here's a promo about the Amazing Lee Douglas. All right, no, it, it, it should be about it should be about the Amazing Peter Alden who's on this call and has helped me get one of the most beautifully written songs called After the Hurricane actually to fruition, which I play all the time and I think it's great. And uh, what I did say, Peter, I don't know if if Krista told you this, um, at the end of the night on the 11th of April, which Krista, I'll let you talk about in a minute, uh, when the people have to go, I think you and I are going to do a duet on when. We'll do oh, when. There you go. As a when oh, There you go. <laughs> and that will drive everybody out of the restaurant because I
0: can't <laughs> sing a note. <laughs> well, I, I'm also going to uh, put in my vote uh, for the, the, the first half of your show last week as well. I, I really enjoyed the history of that song. I, I just oh, appreciate you. that
2: because I love that. I and I love putting in those. When I heard that that song, that's really Frankie and Johnny, that just floored me.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was. Uh, uh, of course, I was. I, we were driving uh, driving back from a show in in Fort Myers, and I was screaming at the radio when you played Huey Lewis's version. I'm just, just screaming. That's Huey Lewis. That's Huey Lewis. <laughs> I don't know anybody else who got that, but
2: it, it, it was, I had to play it, and you see, that's why I love this show. That I can, if I want to play a 1980s song because it has an effect on it, I do. And I I don't normally, but it was actually so 50 ish sounding that I thought it was worth the play.
0: Yeah, I, 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 Huey always has done a remarkable job. In his interpretation of of some of the older rock and roll, because I think he likes it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Well, I, you know what? I, that's that's just the fun part of this. And you know, we since you, I'm going to tell you something which is very much unknown to most people. Normally, I try and do two shows in the can ahead of it. Sometimes I've gotten down where I have to do one, I have done one, uh, but normally I put down two. I don't know if it has any effect, but since you and Krista have become a part of the old-time rock and roll family, and I just seem to have a renewed uh, effervescence about things, I, I have actually almost... I have just completed the last show in April, and I'm starting on May. Wow. So wow. I thank you guys because you've helped uh, keep that inner fire stoked within me, and I'm really enjoying uh, doing these shows more than ever. So I thank you guys.
10: Oh. I love hearing that because it's, I know what it's like, being a podcaster myself, You feel you feel kind of excluded and like, Is people really listening? Does anybody really care? But I'm out in the field working, too, and I talk about you and your show um, during Pete's, a lot of Pete's appearances, and I see people just light up when they find out that there's something like this available in the world that they can listen to. And I know my own, how excited I was when I found you. So, yes, it's just important for you to know that you are touching people's lives. You're doing something wonderful here. I'm just so glad that you're still doing it with so much passion. And, gusto. two-hour shows? I mean, who does two-hour shows?
2: People that are insane, very simply. (laughs) (laughs) But I I do want to tell my other listeners that the, the interesting part about this is that Krista is a young whippersnapper. Okay, I put that, there are certain qualities that she happens to fall in the young whippersnapper, I'll get my teeth fixed, whippersnapper area, Uh, and while she is a young whippersnapper, Peter is just a whippersnapper.
0: (laughs) (laughs) See, I knew I I would end up under the bus sooner or later.
2: And then I am, I don't snap at all, I'm I'm in Geezer Town, USA. So uh, we have to we have to just balance out that, but it's nice to have a balanced audience, and uh, that's okay because your your passion for uh, old oldies music and not only Elvis but Ricky Nelson and others is 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 special, and I that's very important because there are so few of you out there. Uh, I know other Elvis artists who won't touch any other music, and I think that's a shame because they have beautiful voices and I won't mention names. One of them has the mo- has a gorgeous voice, deep, beautiful voice, just as Elvis. And I would have said this guy could have had a record record contract
0: anywhere, anytime, anywhere, any place. Unbelievable. Yeah. It, so, it is knows? a shame, but it, well, you know, and, and Elvis had such an appreciation for different types of music. So that's why it's just yeah. kind of interesting.
2: Right. And I love all kinds of music that, um, I, I don't know if you have ever seen it, but uh, I put up a show. A couple of people asked me a couple of years ago, "What do I like? do? I like anything older than the, than the oldies." And I put up a show which is not under the old-time rock and roll banner. It's under the Lee Douglas Show banner, and it's simply called the Other Music I Like. And it's it really was two hours of music from 1979 or 1978 through 1999, all the songs that I like. And so that, that was
0: like what I a 15-minute show?
2: Uh, actually, it was almost two hours. Oh, there you go. Yep, you'd be surprised. It, look it up. It's under the Lee Douglas Show, and it is all of my favorite songs from that period. You know, you think that's funny, but I really there's a lot of stuff on there, and I give reasons for it, too. So you might like that. And anybody else who hasn't ever heard that, just go into my talk shoe thing. And instead of entering uh, uh, that talk shoe, what is it, 2668, I'm afraid to touch this and see what else I have on here. But I'm going to tell you if I can find it here. Uh, Let's see, my talk shoe. Let me click that for a minute and see if I can get it up. Uh, Yes, it is... well, where is my? It is it's the Lee Douglas show, but it doesn't tell me up here what my call ID is. So I wonder if it's still up. Should be, but it doesn't have a call ID. anyway, look up Lee the Lee Douglas show, and you'll and you'll be able to see it. So that that uh, that'll be interesting for you especially, Peter. I think you'll appreciate it.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm actually kind of looking forward to hear, hearing some of the uh, music you've on that. I think exactly. I found
10: it. I think yeah. for your listeners, I think it's two seven four five five. Okay. Yeah, this sounds amazing. We I can't and, wait to hear that. And it. here's
2: something. Somebody my friend um from the United Kingdom, Brian Halsey, who does about four of his of the vanity shows each year, he sent me back, he said, I don't believe it. Lee Douglas is a leadhead. <laughs> now, if that gives you an idea, then uh, that uh, that may give you a clue. But uh, that is a, a special show, and I think most of you will really enjoy it because it's just shows a different side to me. Yeah, and there's yeah, like a few
10: episodes, right? There's like
2: yeah, 40. but most of them are, are are not music related. They're actually uh, political commentary.
4: <laughs> wow! Can
2: you believe me? And I'm yelling at uh, Hillary, and I'm yelling at uh, Barry over there, and uh, whoever else I can think of. <laughs> there was actually one listener who listened to the show and said, I'm never listening to your old-time rock and roll show again because I don't like your politics. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, well, you can't win them all. Now, before well, I, I let you guys go, I want you to tell uh, everybody about what's going on. I think it's the 11th, April 11th.
10: Yes, we are just so excited. Um, Peter Alden is a 50s and 60s singer here in the Orlando area. He, he has sang all over the world um, over the last several years. But recently, he's done something very different. He's released a CD of uh, Disney songs. So he's covering some of your favorite classics from, from Disney. And uh, we have actually planned a, a CD launch party which will be coming up Monday night, April 11th at 7 p.m. The location is going to be Gardell Brothers Pizzeria. And the deal is I only have general seating left. All my VIP seating is gone. But we are extra thrilled and excited because not only is it going to be an amazing night with a concert from Peter Alden, uh, great food, and all of that fun stuff, but Lee Douglas is going to be on the end to introduce Pete. Yeah, so – we are, and um, he's gonna
0: wear and he's gonna wear one of my jumpsuits.
2: <laughs> oh, I
0: love that! I would love
2: that! I want to go on. You know, I am gonna. You know what I'll do? I'm gonna do a song called Jelly Donuts. Now, if you don't <laughs> if you don't know Jelly Donuts, Peter, you should, because it was a song done in in the late in the in the mid '70s, before Elvis passed away, by a guy by the name of Rick Dees, who did Disco Duck and he's also yep. the um, on-air personality for WGN television uh he, although he won't admit it and he did a song as Elvis called Jelly Donuts and it will be on April on the April Fool's show and you love at <laughs> and I'll, if you do that I'll do I want a jelly donut for you <laughs> <laughs>
10: We'll hold it to it. So. <laughs> oh yeah! Uh,
2: if I ever learn the words, if, but it's it's interesting, and uh, I, I know I'm going to have a great time. So there was somebody else who was supposed to be on from your group, and they didn't come on today. I'm very angry. No, I'm not. Uh, but she was. Uh, she said she was going to listen into the show and call in, but she didn't.
10: Yeah, I think I think Jackie's calling, in. she might be on yeah. the line. Well, I don't know. Well,
2: not so far. But but we we'll, we'll wait. In the meantime, you guys are welcome to stick around. And while
7: you're sticking around, I'm going to play the song you requested after the hurricane, naturally. Then I'm going to play the song that we were talking about, which I love. And that is the Paul Evans song, Hanging Out and Hanging In. And then, since this is being recorded after the April Fool's show, I'm going to play it right now again. The song I was talking about, Jelly Donuts, by Rick Dees.
9: Flashed like blue lightning. Your lips were thunderbolts. Every time you kissed me, I felt twenty thousand volts. Now my heart is shattered like a broken window pane. I
12: I'm just another heart for you to win Hanging out and hanging in Hanging loose but hanging tough The competition's mighty rough Ah, but the way you do your stuff me hanging loose but hanging tough oh, yeah. well, sometimes I feel like a man condemned you hurt me over and over again I'm an innocent man but I'm doing time I free me honey say some day Poor heart in a spin. Ah, to hell and back is where I've been. You got me hanging out and hanging. my poor heart in a spin To hell and back is where I've been You've got me hanging out
1: Uh, thank, you. Uh, thank you, thank you very much. Very much. This is Elvis. Elvis. a song we're recording live here in my house mm-hmm. in Wasteland. Here, remember what Elvis go. I will go. Hold on, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Elvis, this is
5: the telephone company.
1: I have your bill here. When can we expect payment,
5: buddy? You're from the telephone company? I'm supposed to be recording my song live here. Put put the bill over there on the table. Put it on the table. Put the bill over there.
1: Thank you, i got to record my song here. Jelly Donuts. Uh, 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 Put the bill... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh. 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 Hold on What do you want? Come, on, come out Hold on now. I'm Priscilla's uh-huh. lawyer here from him uh-huh. and Cheetah uh-huh. Attorneys. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You're about three months back due, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and your alimony on your payment. Uh-huh. Now, when uh-huh. can we expect payment here, buddy? I you understand. I, I know karate, Juditsu and 12 other Japanese words. I'm going to... <laughs> Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I can smell them donuts coming from the kitchen. I can smell them donuts coming from the kitchen. Oh... Uh. I don't care. I don't care. Uh, I gotta have my jelly donut. Give me some of them donuts. Oh. Here, Pelvis, we
4: trying to record a song here at your house. Get away from them jelly donuts. Watch
1: do out, think... he's gonna pop. <laughs>
7: There you have it. The three important songs that I promised I would play for Peter and Krista. Now look, let's see who's on the phone now. I think we have Jim Clark
2: from what is it, Louisville, Kentucky. I like that. Welcome, Jim. How are you today?
4: Well, I'm doing fine. Lee, how are you?
2: Well, I'm doing good and uh I'll tell everybody quickly how we got acquainted. I told a very uh funny story that I thought was funny about the Emily Crockers and you jumped on me like <laughs> I, I only said was nine. That was nine years
4: ago. Man. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, all I remember is I said I said, look here are these guys. They've never been in New York before uh, and all I could think of was looking at them. I said Gomer Plough, Golly. And I just couldn't get out of it. it uh, and and you jumped on me quick cuz he's well, another Kentucky it's not, boy it's
4: not that i was a big every brother's <laughs> fan it was because uh they were from my hometown and they're kind of a big uh, attraction around home here we you know they we held the concerts uh, they used to come back hometown and hold concerts and anyway i I wasn't a great big everly brothers fan but i i i felt like it was a um oh it was a uh, shot at at kentucky and i i didn't appreciate (laughs) it but but i haven't thought much about it i never did think much about it but yeah that was one of the very first shows that you uh, you put on Lee nine 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 and a half years
2: ago that's right that's right
4: yeah, and, but,
2: you know, I always said, though, whether no matter what your politics are, I've said it a bunch of times, I am definitely the Donald Trump of old-time rock and roll. I tell it like I see it, and I, ne- <laughs> and I haven't learned yet how to shut my mouth.
4: Well, I tell you what, I didn't think much at all about that, and I've been a listener ever since, and I've enjoyed your shows. I'm in... Enjoying them more and more every every show, and uh, I think you're just doing a marvelous job. Uh, Lee. I appreciate that. And, uh, yes, and that, uh, going going back to my my one and only vanity show, and I do plan on doing another. One, but the one vanity show that uh, that I did, uh, I just gave you forty hits. I, I like I'm one that likes the hits, you know. And uh, you took those 40 songs and made made it a show. And I just, uh, I've been able to uh, come on Facebook and and make a comment, and I just never have done it. But you made that show a great show, and I I do appreciate appreciate what you did with those 40 songs that I sent you.
2: Yeah, I'm beginning to believe just slightly now that I actually have, there's some... Method to my madness that there seems to be some i don't know whether it's just the way I place the songs
10: mm-hmm.
2: or or because I don't say all the time I don't make stupid comments about every song, and I just <laughs> although I probably could and i I don't necessarily do that as a, but somehow it seems that most of the times the way I put the songs in. It seems to flow better. I don't understand myself why.
4: Well, I really enjoyed uh, that particular show uh, and the way that you put it together. And I do want to tell you, like, uh, I I probably can't get back with you as soon as Paul uh, from Louisville, but I do want to do another vanity show before long. And it will be uh, very similar to the other one. Uh, I'll pick 40 other Hits, and I'd like for you to to put it together into a show. Now I I I know that Phyllis and I Phyllis Horowitz and I disagree on you talking in between the the songs, but I I think that helps and I think that makes the show is your personal experience that you've had with these artists and uh, the life you live there in New York City or whatever area around New York you were from. Uh, well, I think your experience adds so much to the show.
2: Well, I'm not so sure she minded all of that as much as uh, sometimes I, I have a a, a a special, especially when she does a show, I like to tease her about her choices. <laughs> and I, I think that's probably the most fun is mm-hmm. that – I really enjoy teasing her because she doesn't like what I say. So I actually, I, it's it's like, what do you call In your face,
0: those types of yeah. stuff. <laughs> and
2: I really, I, I just seem to enjoy more uh, doing that with her. It totally doesn't matter. And yeah. the more she doesn't like it, the more I like, and I always love to play all, more songs so I can put a 41st song in that I know she doesn't like or that I can put in there. See, I no, so I she, always have my ways. She seems to be a good sport about it. She is. For a Democrat, yeah. she's a great sport. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, she makes a point to mention that she is one of your liberal listeners. and uh, but That's I, right. I, I did like, uh, I haven't listened to the entire um Vanity show, the one about the dance songs i haven't ha- i haven't had to listen to it throughout, but I think that that's a a good show then and, and i well think you know he- what
2: i i I have to say that i i didn't do a lot of that in that last vanity show i I played what you wanted and um yeah. i didn't do a whole lot of that uh, grinding and that digging that I usually like to do i I don't know why but i I, I think part of it is what I said to. To Krista just before, and that is, I have, I have a renewed, in really a a renewed fire about the music. I think it's
4: showing. I think it is coming out in your shows, Lee. It seems like you are a little more enthusiastic here lately, and uh, I, I think I've noticed that.
2: I don't know why. I mean, I've always loved it, and I never put on a show. You'll never hear me say, "Hey, welcome to old time rock and roll." Here they go. You know, I've never done that, but I there does seem to be, and I can feel it, uh, a renewed enthusiasm for what I'm doing, yeah. and uh, you know, it's almost you know why it was great at the beginning, and I don't, you know, it you were there at the beginning, so it, when I started this talk show, was actually paying me real money, mm-hmm. and uh, for the first year probably a year, year and a half, I really made money on this. And then all of a sudden everybody else began to figure out what was going on and the 200, P, uh, 200 shows that were on became 2,000 and 4,000 and they mm-hmm. couldn't pay and stay in business.
8: Mm-hmm.
2: So yeah. uh, they're still not well known as a podcast network, but I have to tell you and anybody else out there, TalkShoe.com never charges me a penny. I have. There are networks all over the Internet. They charge you from $10 bucks and, uh, up to hundreds of dollars to give you the um, bandwidth and the Correct. storage that TalkShoe has given me over the year. Every single show for the last nine and a half years that are still up there, I did take down a few, mm-hmm. um, have, are, are still there. And that is an unbelievable amount of storage that they have given free. And I don't think they get the um, accolades they should be getting because what they do, and nobody else is doing anymore really for nothing, uh, should be, um, you know, thanked for it, even though um, the CEO is no longer physically involved with it. He is the, still the CEO, but he's not in the day, day-to-day day operations anymore. But they still have it done for nothing and that is incredible
4: yeah it is I, I agree with you uh well lee i tell you uh you were talking with paul a while ago from uh, louisville i believe
8: right right about
4: the interviews and mm-hmm. i want to tell you that i also i am one who enjoys your interviews uh my favorite was charlie gracie uh charlie gracie it's I, I feel like you had an easy time interviewing him because he, he he just was such an easy person to talk with, and Absolutely. I really enjoyed that interview. And then that Gary Lewis was just fantastic. Yes. And those, you know, my
2: favorite, reasons. my favorite is still Little Anthony because it was like sitting down with somebody that I grew up with. Yeah, yeah. That I,
4: I enjoyed Little Anthony too. I had to yeah. talk about
2: that one, but him. his his interview made me feel. You see, we were, we're, were the same age, and he, from a very early age, was a singer, and his parents were into music, and what an odd thing for a kid, uh, if you don't know New York, to grow up in Bedford-Stuyvesant like that, because um, the people from Bedford-Stuyvesant were probably the roughest part of Brooklyn at the time. Now I think it's all uh, rough in Brooklyn, but mm-hmm. uh, and I and I mentioned to him and we were talking about it that when I knew that uh, Boys High was playing against Madison, which was my school, um, most of us stayed home, and it, and especially if you lived by there, you you went inside because if they whether they won or lost, when they came to get the bus <laughs> to go home, they made a, a, an absolute. <laughs> A riot and we lived like two blocks from the high school it was very scary and he laughed he said yeah i never went to those things either yeah
4: yeah y'all had seemed to like i have a lot in common i remember the interview and it was yeah. great
2: yeah
4: well uh listen lee i'll let somebody else talk here i'm gonna hang well, around
2: and uh, i appreciate that i don't think there's anybody else left on the line unless okay. Krista wants to get up and talk again uh, she can call in uh and continue talking for a while because I. Uh, I'd like to finish up an hour. I know there are a couple of people I expected on which have not come on yet, so uh but I do appreciate you. Um and and uh feel free anytime to, to to call, email, um text me. I know you're not a Facebook fan very much. You don't like that too much. I don't see you too much on there, but um uh I I I'd like to I always check once a day and um and uh, see if anybody has, you know, said anything important or even unimportant, and that, that doesn't seem to happen. But um,
4: well, I tell you, you, uh, uh, what my situation is here um, is, uh, I don't know if you remember the email I sent you that yes, I've got broken back. And uh, really? Yeah, you do. That's right. It, it limits me to what I can do and what I can't do, but I can listen to your shows, and that makes me enjoy them that much more. Now, I, I will add one more uh, one more thing. If there's nobody waiting, uh, absolutely. Always wondered. Always wondered uh, your love of music. Whether uh, I know that you love the '50s and '60s rock and roll music, but like you were saying earlier you have other musical interests, too, different uh, styles, different uh, eras. Um, And I wondered, uh, and you was telling Krista that you wasn't much of a singer, uh, did you ever uh, try playing musical instruments, or uh, did you just enjoy listening to the music, or did you ever try uh, uh, playing in a band or anything like
2: that? Yes, it lasted one day. (laughs)
4: <laughs> that's that's the way with me uh, my honestly
2: passion. i i'm the type of person that um i tried to to play a guitar. I actually had a guitar uh-huh and um i actually try, my my parents were very willing to get me lessons and i think i had one mm-hmm. and my fingers didn't do the walking <laughs> um, i could not. Not only can I sing, I couldn't play a musical instrument. I have great tone. I can, I can fine pitch. I have great pitch, but I mm-hmm. cannot sing. I cannot play an instrument. Matter of fact, uh, to get my degree, uh, my undergrad degree in education, I had to take uh, a course in recorder, which is a little wooden musical instrument, pretty much like a flute. Mm-hmm. I almost failed the course. <laughs> well, that's, i that's could good. not put three notes together no that's
4: that's the way with me i gave it a try back oh i don't know late 50s i guess and and i didn't get very far with it i just uh i was all right when the, when the music uh, had the little number above the note uh you know the beginner's book but when they moved Let's on do that, yeah, I <laughs> couldn't. I couldn't do
8: it. <laughs> but, but you know what? I had
2: a I had a little joke I told, and it was simple. He says, "Do you play the guitar?" I says, "I play by ear." He said, "But I had to stop because I got my lobe caught." <laughs> and that was it. I. That's the only thing I can say. I wish I could tell you more. I just, you know? I had, and I really, really, I don't, I don't envy people. I have a great deal of what you would call. um Creative ability. I could have been a great performer uh-huh. if I just yeah. stood there and didn't have to sing. Yeah, they yeah. would love me.
4: Um, if I sorry. got on,
2: if I got on stage with at an Alan Freed show, for example, here in in Brooklyn, uh, nobody was. They were screaming so loud you couldn't hear anybody. I probably could have gotten away with it, <laughs> pretty much like <laughs> uh, Fabian did. But uh, <laughs> sorry, Fabian. Um, but I, I <laughs> you've never been much of a Fabian fan, have you? I got to say, he I loved his acting. Yeah, yeah. I did too. But his I think was, he was a great actor.
4: Yeah,
2: right. I mean, uh, what he what the 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 job that he did in North to Alaska, uh, I would have given him an Academy Award. Yeah, I really would have. He was great. He was, he was great.
4: But he he wasn't much in the thing, and I've got to agree with you on that.
2: Yeah, and and he still sings. He still. He's still part of that Golden Boys tour, I think. Um yeah. for him, Frankie Avalon and and uh, Bobby Rydell I think still go yeah. out on tour. Um uh, yeah. I, you know, maybe his voice got better. Yeah, it couldn't I heart. don't know. <laughs> well,
4: I was just wondering <laughs> I knew I knew you had a love of music and uh I just wondered if you ever really gave it a try to to be in a band or anything and I just I uh, tried.
7: Thank you, Jim. Jim Clark from West. Kentucky, I couldn't tell you east from west in any case. But in fairness to West Kentucky, I'm going to play some Evelie Brothers tunes for you right now.
1: we Night all or more. When they say, Ooh, la la, wake up, Susie. Wake up, Will Mama that you'd be in back. Well, Susie, baby, looks like we do again. Wake up, pretty Susie. Wake up, Susie. We gotta go home. Wake up. up, please, Susie. Wake up. The movie wasn't so hot. It didn't have much of a plot. We fell asleep by Goose's good direct reputation. He shot. Wake up, please, Susie. Wake up, please, Susie. Well, what are we gonna take for your mom? What are we gonna tell for your mom? I wake up with the wake up
7: like we're going to go back to the phones. I think Krista and Pete are back on the line, so we're going to stay with them for
0: a while.
2: Well, I'm glad you're still here. I'm going to give it to Krista because you know what? Krista never is without something to say.
10: <laughs> Boy, that's <Krista>. the truth.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's the important thing. That's so important You know, in, in your job. Now, I don't know what. Krista is a, a, a Disney blogger. And I'm trying to get her to get me into all these functions, but she hasn't wanted to do that yet. But um, she's a Disney blogger. She runs Peter Alden Entertainment, which means she runs Peter Alden. And, uh, <laughs> Nobody runs
10: Peter Alden. <laughs> oh,
2: well, Whitney, nah, that's what I would say about my wife. She doesn't run me, but she does. And um, But it, you do so much. And, you know, she has the... What I have for my shows, she has for Peter and all the things she does. She's like on, I, I guess she's a, a, a PR person on steroids is the best way to, <laughs> to put it, because you are constantly on the go, and I love that. I wish I could do that. Oh, I can. It's just, I can't. You yeah. do an amazing amount of things. Uh, talk about your Disney stuff for a minute. That's that's kind of interesting. How would you get started oh. with that?
10: Well, thank you. I would love to. Um, about three years ago, um, I woke up one morning, and my kids, my boys, they're uh, 19 and 21 now. so they just I'm sorry to hear of...
2: that. <laughs> <laughs>
10: oh, no, I love them to death. I They're I... awesome. They, they're still at home with me. I don't know what I'd do without them. But they, they got to an age where I didn't have to, like, drive them around as much. They just didn't need me around as much, and I had a little bit of extra time And uh, just had a real passion and love for Walt Disney World. And being born and raised in Orlando, I just personally didn't know a lot of people that loved it the way that I did.
11: So I really
10: just, believe it or not, yeah, so I just, I started the blog in hopes of meeting some, some Disney friends. And wow, I had no idea what would take place from there it's just grown into this worldwide community of friends and um, just brought so many, many, many blessings to my life. So yeah, it all started with the Disney blog and then went into the Disney podcast, um, you know, and now we're doing, oh gosh, we do pretty much monthly meetups at the parks for Disney fans and um, branching out into video and the eBooks and some other things that I've got on my list. So it's it's a lot of fun, as you know, Lee. And i just, I'm just, I was just so delighted to find you. And then on top of that, to find out you're a Disney fan like I am, it was just amazing.
2: And remember, I was there at the beginning. Yeah, you were. <laughs> oh, there. by the way, I don't, I don't think I ever told you. I was so disappointed. They told me that that jacket was worth nothing. Aww. That jacket is is 45, 50 years old, and they said it was worth maybe 75 bucks. Well, twenty-five be
10: dollars for a jacket to me—that's pretty. That's pretty good. I've never paid twenty-five dollars so. for a jacket. No. <laughs>
2: I mean, look, I paid twenty-five for it. That thing has been in, encased in and in, um, in plastic for the past forty years. I said, hell, for that, I'm going to start wearing it again to the park.
10: Oh well, there you go.
2: You know do what? It? I'm yeah. going to have a hundred. I bet you ten to one I do that. A hundred people come up to me and says, Where, "Where'd you get that jacket? I want one."
10: Mm-hmm.
8: Yeah,
2: guaranteed. I'll say I got oh, it for one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Give, you know, I mean, the <laughs> most of the people out in the parks can afford it too. My God, uh, yeah, I, I can't you believe
10: for
2: <laughs> Yeah, I can't believe the cost of some of the hotel rooms.
10: Yeah, yeah, I can't. I can't and,
2: either. Yeah. And I looked at my my uh, brother in law was looking to at the uh, we were talking about the Disney Kennels. I think one of the kennels is is seventeen hundred dollars a day. Really? Did you Did you know that?
10: No, I didn't know it was. That they much. have
2: a the special presidential suite for dogs that has carpeting and a, a television and, and stereo. I uh, think <laughs> the prices that she read me over the phone. They read me over the phone. I said, "What about the normal ones? You know, twenty bucks a day." I used to use that kennel. Now I couldn't touch it.
10: Wow, Go check wow. that.
2: You you might find that interesting for you.
10: Yeah, yeah. The well, yeah. My audience would probably like to know about that. I have no idea. My goodness, that's crazy.
2: It sure is, and I'm I can't afford the hotel. And somebody's putting their dog into that kind of money. I don't, <laughs> I don't believe it.
10: I know. That's crazy.
2: But that is, that is un, uh, old-time rock and rollish, but just the same. I thought I, I, I wanted to give you a little plug. You want to give your, uh, one of your addresses or something? I'll, as long as you're here, we'll do that.
10: Oh, I appreciate that. Well, um, it's DisneyWays.com. That's how you find me, like anyways, with DisneyWays.com. And I post on there at least once a week. Um, but I wanted to finish talking about the CD Party. Okay. Because um, I didn't tell anybody how they can get tickets to come see you and see Peter. Okay. Um, all you got to do is just email me peteraldenfanclub at gmail dot com and I'll tell you how to get tickets. They're fifteen bucks to get in the door, and that does not include your dinner. However, you do get a ten percent discount off of whatever you order off the menu. Um, the owner Brian Gardell, he's really sweet. He's he's just leaving out the whole menu. You know, you can order anything you want. So, now tell me, um,
2: I, I may have gotten this wrong, but does he have a does this guy have a connection to Hollywood or something? I...
10: You could say that, yeah. There's a TV show called Mike and Molly that's very popular. It's on CW. It's on national television. I think they've won Emmys and stuff. Um, but that is Brian's brother. So it's Brian and Billy Gardell own the pizzeria, and it's the Gardell Brothers Pizzeria. So it's kinda of cool. we've had a chance to um you know when Billy comes to town um we've had a chance to meet him and talk with him um and Brian'll be there the night of the c d party so you'll definitely get to meet Brian and also his mom uh his okay. mom is a is a big Peter Alden fan, so she'll be there
2: okay the now Peter, now, Peter and Krista I have to want- i wanna say something here now. you know that Lee Douglas is constantly on a diet but <laughs> If anybody has pizza that night, and my, you see my mouth start to drool, please throw me a small piece <laughs> because oh, I have not had pizza in three years. And I, it, it is so hard for me. So we really don't go to too many Italian restaurants for that reason because my wife is afraid I'll go nuts, and I am too. Aww. So, so someone throw me a bone, will you? Yeah. Uh, that night because um, it's it's yeah. Um, we have to have you said
10: you're going to introduce Peter, so you have to be nourished.
2: Right, so. and and of Peter, are you still there too?
10: He's he's not on the line with me
2: now. I want him to. I want him to record uh, hanging out and hanging. Out. I've decided. I want him to do an, another song, and I want him to record that. I want to see, and he can do it just like. Um, Paul, and I think he'll do a great job. I'd love to I hear him listened
10: that. to that episode. I know you're such a huge fan of that song. I'm sure yes, I am I don't
2: know why part. I love it,
10: yeah, it's yeah, a I'm, great song
4: I'm with you on that Lee. I really like that song,
2: yeah, and I you know i i'm if i if I knew real country western songs singers uh oh we've had what is this? How could we be timed out uh which to it says we're timed out well we're not timed out. I just got a time down here, but anyway, I think we're still on. It says we're still on. I think, is it? Yeah, we're still on. Um, but I, I, I do want to, and I would love to get to a real country singer and say, please produce this, sing, put, sing this song. I guarantee you'll have a hit right now.
8: Mm-hmm.
2: At least I'm hoping so. Uh, mm-hmm. That's that's my pl- That's my desire, and I hope that we get to do it. I would. But if Peter would do it next time he goes down to record something, I would love it. And I'll promote the hell out of it. And I think that's great. And I, I, yeah. I hope we get to do it. Well, you know what? I'm sorry that Jackie never got to get on, but that's okay. Um, we'll end at the hour mark, and then if I decide to put this up as a show, I will throw in an hour's worth of music, and that'll be great. So uh, I yeah. think that's good. And uh, does anybody have as long as I got you on, who has ever on, any songs that you want to hear right off the top of your head that you would love, I'll put it on this show right now. Put that on. Anything else? Peter
10: Alden <laughs> after the hurricane.
2: Okay, that's easy. <laughs> I'll go along with that as long as he does hanging out and hanging in, <laughs> which I think will be great. In any case, I want to thank um, Jim and Bruce and Jim. Let's see, and Paul, and Krista, and Peter, and Lee Douglas, the amazing Lee Douglas. Yep. And um, and I do want to thank all of you that, that have uh, listened online, which is which is great. Oh, that's, uh, okay, she doesn't want to do that. Okay, that's all. She just says thank you, uh, Krista Rocks and Peter Alden. Wow, thank you for such an awesome podcast. Okay, thank you, Jackie. Sorry that you didn't make it on uh, the air. Maybe you got cold mouth or feet or whatever. Anyway, uh, we'll just thank everybody. Bruce, thank you again, and um, Jim, thanks again. And I uh, hope uh, we'll get even more people next time. We'll we'll, we'll worry about it in the winter uh, sometime. Let's see what is today. We're in April. No, we're not in April. April, May, June, July, August, September. All right. September, October, right before the elections, I'll come on and I'll do another show. And uh, we'll get political. No, we won't. Anyway, uh, thank you all. Uh, Thank you, Krista. I'll see you on the 11th. Peter, I'll see you on the 11th.
7: By the way, I'm going to play right now that very embarrassing um, promo that Krista recorded for me to put on the show. So I want you to hear it now. And then we'll get back and play some music.
11: Hello to my fellow listeners of Old Time Rock and Roll with Lee Douglas. This is Krista Joy from Peter Alden Entertainment. If you're a big fan of Lee Douglas like I am, you will not want to miss your chance to meet him in person at our very exclusive event. We are having a CD launch party and dinner on Monday, April 11th, 2016 at 7 p.m. in Orlando, Florida to celebrate Peter Alden's brand new album, Kingdom Classics. Pete will be singing Disney-inspired songs from his new album as well as a selection of songs from the golden age of rock and roll. Super fun bonus, your friend and mine, Lee Douglas, will be on hand to introduce Pete and say hello to you. Gardell Brothers Pizza in Orlando is opening their doors just for this exclusive event, and they will have their full menu available. Tickets are only $15, and in addition to all of the incredible entertainment for the evening, your ticket also includes a 10% discount off of your food bill. You'll have a chance to purchase autographed copies of the Kingdom Classics performed by Peter Alden CD as well as all of Pete's albums at a special launch party-only price. Come rub elbows with the incredible Lee Douglas and our other special guests. It's going to be a night full of fun and live music that you will never forget. Check out com slash Kingdom Classics Party for tickets and details. That's com slash Kingdom Classics Party. And now, back to old-time rock and roll with your host, Lee Douglas.
7: You have to understand that I'm not, it's not that I'm, uh, I'm not I'm really embarrassed by it, but I'm not used to having people say such wonderful things about me, and I really do appreciate it. Uh, I Sometimes I feel like, you, people take everything for granted. They just listen, and you don't hear from them at all. So when you get somebody that that appreciates you as much as she appears to appreciate me, I, I, I don't take it. I just get all gosh, you know, red in the face, and I kick my the sand, and I just bow my head. I really do. I I'm not used to it, and I I I do appreciate it. And um, for the rest of the hour, I'm going to play some music and I've already played the songs that Krista and Peter wanted and the song that I wanted, and now we're going to play a couple other songs that uh, will close the show out pretty well. Here from Bill Haley and the Comets' first album, Rock Around the Clock, is Boogie Woogie Beat.
1: Of the boogie leg. Of the boogie. On the boogie, too. Right to down the boogie. Right down the boogie. Right down the boogie. Right down the boogie. Right down the boogie. The boogie, boogie, woohoo, gee, bee. <laughs> the boogie, west of the 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 boogie woogie woo, woogie Oh, I'll candles burning high, Mother. I'll be with my sugar pie, Mother. We'll be coming home, you know.
7: Since nobody requested anything, I'm gonna do a request for myself. This is my favorite song by Lou Christie's backup group, the Tammies, and it's crazy song. It's called the Egyptian Shumba, and I love it. There's a great Jack Scott song, the most countrified of most of Jack's work. This I would consider this. It's uh, I think Roy Rogers did this too, or, or no Tex Ritter. Either one of them did Cool Water.
9: All day I faced a barren waste without the taste of water. Ryan souls that fly for water Cool, clear cool water I keep on moving Dan, don't listen to him Dan He's a devil, not a man And he spreads the burning sand with water and seem to say tonight. a devil, not a man, and he spreads the burning sand with water. And can't you see that big tree where the water's gone?
7: Anybody out there remember anything else by the guys who did silhouettes, the rays? Well I do. Here's Mediterranean moon.
1: little motion kept kissing me in the moon Mediterranean moon Well, the man in the moon had a front row view Of the piccolo marino and me and you On the beach deserted in the midnight blue Oh, how we made those Arabian nights come true In the moon
7: Here's one more from that, that album by Bill Haley in the comments. I really like that album. It is actually the first rock and roll album I ever had. This is called ABC Boogie.
1: Down around the corner in a little school Children learn their lessons and the golden rule Cause they got a teacher up from Basin Street And she does her teaching with a boogie beat Teaching the A, B, C With rhythm and E Every single morning it's the same old thing All the kids are waiting for the bell to ring When they hear it ringing they all jump in line Walk into the classroom feeling mighty fine To learn the A, B, C With rhythm and E Cut to the tune of the licorice stick. No education is a complete without a boogie woogie woogie beat. Well, I'll read. And when the day is over and it's time to go, the children get their books and stand right at the door. Teacher is so happy because she's done her bit to educate the kids and make them really fit to say they're ABC. Who is with a man E? It's time to go. The children get their books and stand right at the door. Teacher is so happy because she's done her bit to educate the kids and make them really fit. Say they're ABC. Who is with a man?
7: Well, I do want to thank everybody who uh, did call in tonight. I know it was a little less than we expected, and I knew I had this all planned that if there would be a problem, I'd have music to back up, and uh, we kind of did the best we could. And I want to thank, let's see, Krista and Peter and Bruce and Jim and Paul, and uh, I don't think I missed anybody else, but I do appreciate it. I did hear over the uh, internet from Phyllis, and she apologizes, she that she wasn't uh, with us tonight. She uh, had some personal matters to take care of, and I gave her proper dispensation, which is not usual for Jewish people, but I (laughs) gave it to her anyway. And uh, I just want to thank all of you who listened, and uh, I hope you will take the time out in six months to be part of this kind of strange type of show, which uh, I, eh, I don't know. Sometimes I like it, sometimes I don't like it. I don't like too much praise. I like a lot of questions, which we did have some good questions, and I I appreciate those, and I'm always willing to answer everything. So until we see each other next week, this is Lee Douglas. For everybody here at Old Time Rock and Roll, that is a wrap. Good night, everybody.